Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. everybody welcome back to another episode of jay nolaism if i sound more perky and excited than usual it's because we are back on a real live professional microphone we are not doing through my computer we are not doing through a mini microphone that my dad had at home that i borrowed that i lost and then i used something else as a backup we are back live with my original mic, a new mic, but it's the, the mic that I used to have when I first started, even though the mic I first had was like silver, not the joke here, but this one's like matte black. It's actually really sexy. It makes me feel like good. So if I sound better and chipper than usual, it's because I feel better. I feel like a real podcaster. Not that I have never been one, but you know, when you come and you have your stuff correct, you know, it's like when you put on a good outfit, I feel better because I look better. I now sound better because I have something that makes me sound better. Now I sound stupid. Let's move on. Welcome. If you're new, welcome to my rambling. Welcome to me sounding like a crackhead. And welcome to me telling you like it is and not giving an F if it hurts your feelings because that's who I am. So on that note, I'm going to take a sip of my drink before I tell you what I'm drinking. Okay. As I said on my last episode, um, I am on a margarita kick. Now, let me not say that I'm on a kick because I am a margaritas girl. All throughout the year, any restaurant I go to, I'm a go-to margarita girl. You can just never go wrong with the margarita on the rocks. You just can't. There's nothing wrong with it. It always tastes good. It goes with most likely every meal. And you're not hungover the next day, no matter how many you had. I made myself two margaritas last night. Was I a little buzzed? Maybe. When I woke up, I felt fresh as a daisy. So tonight we are drinking, this is actually my second drink of the night because I cook dinner because I am a housewife and that's what we do. And we take care of our men while we drink. So I made myself a regular margarita um, with a little lemonade. So I had a little um, of homemade lemonade and um, oh, I have a pimple on my cheek and it hurts really bad. Sorry if I like kind of pause for a minute. I just like felt it when I was speaking. But anyway, I squeezed the lime, a half of a lime. Um, I put some ice. I have a little bit 
a, a little bit. Do I have an accent? I don't know. I had a little bit of seltzer water that um, had lemon and lime in it, so I poured that in. And then I had a little bit of lemonade. I topped that off, and then obviously tequila. You can't go wrong. Can you hear the ice? It's delicious. Okay. Guys, this episode, what am I going to talk about? First, well, when I first planned to do this episode, what I have written down is that I was going to talk about the wedding because we are very close and I just kind of want to vent and I feel like I haven't really vented about myself in a while. So I want to do that. Um, I was going to talk about what it's like to own a house and what it takes um, to get a house. Again, another venting sesh. Um, but then, you know, the world's happened and pop culture happened. So let's start off with the buzz of the week. I just have two quick headlines I want to talk about. Let's get that out. First and foremost, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. What the actual frig is going on in life? But yet I couldn't be happier. Mazel tov to them. Do we think that they are a serious couple? And by we, I mean me. And yes, this is what I think. I'm going to take a sip before I go deep down a rabbit hole and ramble. This is what I think. I think that they have always been that couple that never stood a chance. When they were together, they were both at the height of their careers. You know, like they got together at the time that they should have been. Let me say this. When Jennifer and... Ben Affleck got together, it was at a time where they both should have been single because they were kind of in their Leo DiCaprio stage of like, I am the hottest thing. I am it. It is me. I am the it girl or boy of the moment. And they got together. And then it was just like the press was way too hot on them. Where like, I think they really, I don't want to say loved, but liked um, each other. But it just... It didn't go any further than the engagement because you know, it was a lot. I will say this. I don't know if it was love. I think it was lust. I think that they love the idea of being together and what a power couple they could have been. But for some reason, the timing wasn't right. But if we if you look at any interview that they've done since the breakup, neither of them have said anything bad about the other one. It seems like like it was a very amicable breakup that they there's still love in the air, whether it be a friendship or whatever. So right now, do I think it's a with them together right now in 2021? Do I think it's a love connection? I don't know. Do I think it's two people that have feelings for each other that are just both going through a breakup and that are now at a stage in their life where they're trying to figure out why the hell am I not, you know, where I thought I would be? Is it because I was supposed to be with you? You know what I mean? Like he been married, Jennifer Garner, they had kids together, but yet he, you know, his alcohol got the, his alcoholism got the best of him and he kind of ruined his marriage and had to take a step back and now they co-parent great. But maybe Jennifer Garner wasn't the person for him. Maybe it it was J-Lo. You know, I 
I don't really know. I will say I am still very shocked about the A-Rod thing. What I think happened with A-Rod, and this is just my opinion, I don't, I think Jennifer and A-Rod were also a very good match. I feel like they both had a very similar whole history of people that they've dated, amount of people they have dated. I think they had their kids. They didn't want to have any more kids. They were just in the end, not the, I don't want to say they're the end stage of their life, but the end stage of their careers where, you know, they are making investments and they're relaxing more, but still making money and very happy together. I think they've also both done either tried the engagement thing or the marriage thing and I don't think they needed to do that I think they were better before they kind of were pushed into getting engaged now needless to say that has nothing to do with him being a cheater and trying to um uh, you know, get with Madison from Southern Charm, but that's neither here nor there. I really think that A-Rod and Jane could have had a chance if they never got engaged and thought about marriage. I think they would still be together till this day. That's my feeling. But now here we are. She's canoodling with Ben in what, Montana or something? Uh, in some state that I'll never go to. And I am just, I'm okay with it. I don't think that we need to shame her or be like, ugh, what is she doing? What do you do after a breakup? Just because you're not making headlines doesn't mean that, you know, you're making the right decision. So I support Jennifer. I'm a big JLo fan. I always have been. I mean, on the six. I used to be on the six. Can I tell you that for a while when I lived in the city, I would only take the six train because it was all I knew about JLo. I never went to the Bronx though. Would never do that. Never felt it in my, you know, in my spirit that it, it was calling me there. But I rode the six plenty of times in Manhattan because on the six, like JLo is the only place to be. Um, mazel tov to her and Ben. I need more info. I need to know, are we just two friends helping each other get through some breakups or are we sleeping together? You know what I mean? There's no in-between there. There's only one or the other. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to stop this podcast and something's going to drop because that's how it always happens. It's like I record a great episode, what I think is great, and then I let it out and then all this new news drops and then I have to wait until the next week. And that's why sometimes I'm like, oh, should I give you guys a bonus episode? No one wants a bonus episode when I'm already giving you guys two things a week. I don't even want to record twice a week, but it's what I have to do. It's my job that I don't get paid to do. Let's move on. The second headline that really, when I tell you, I woke up at 7 a.m. this morning and I said, I'm sorry. Portia Williams is now engaged to, I don't even know his last name, Simon, a.k.a. Fallon, who was a friend of Portia on this recent season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I've never been so confused before and yet intrigued, but at the same time, not upset about it. Everyone else is posting and saying, she's so wrong. She's so this. Let me say this. Do I think that Portia hooking up with someone who she brought on to Real Housewives of Atlanta and it uh, under under it when it said her name, it said Portia's friend. Do I think it's grimy and low down dirty with the monkey with the wig on of her to be with this man? Yes. But at the same 
time. I'm going to take a sip before I say this because I think you guys aren't going to agree with me, but I'm going to say what I need to say. I think we have to understand. This is why I think I watch reality. Let me say this. Let me preface this with preference this with. I think I watch reality TV a lot different than others watch reality TV. I watch reality TV as a soap opera, as a, as a soap opera. No, I think that's the best way to put it, as a soap opera. I do not think that these people are real. Like, I don't believe, it's a storyline. And I think when you stop being like, oh no, in real life, no. Just because it's reality TV, it's not real. Portia and Fallon were never friends. Is Portia still grimy? 100%. But her and Fallon weren't friends. Now, the issue that I would have would be that Simon, Fallon's ex, and um, Portia's ex, Dennis, are, I wouldn't say they were friends, but they're definitely business acquaintances. They run in the same circle. So this is my feeling. If Dennis and Simon are cool, I don't think the rest of us should really get our panties in a wad. Is Portia coming off like a two-bit hoe? Of course she is. But you know, neither here nor there. If Dennis doesn't care that his baby mama is marrying and now has slept with, hooked up with, done who God knows who, what with, his friend, acquaintance, maybe business partner, if he's okay, I think I'll be okay to sleep tonight. Should, do I think Fallon should be on the next season of Real Housewives of Atlanta? Absolutely. In my big voice from Sex in the City. I mean, if anything, Fallon should thank Portia. Because without this, she definitely wasn't going to get a call back. Because I don't remember much about her besides her being dressed as Medusa and running through her house going crazy. You know? I don't know. So that's just my opinion um, on the matter. I think Portia, it, it looks bad. But I feel like there's more info that we need. There's a lot of different things coming out. I've seen that maybe Fallon was cheating. Fallon has also put out that maybe, um, you know, that maybe that the divorce isn't really final yet. So I'm a little confused on that part. Like I said, a lot of confusion. Because how do you propose to someone, but yet you're still married? Like, I know you're waiting to get a divorce, and you're in the process and you filed all the paperwork, but legally, you know, you're still married. So as someone that should be married soon, I actually, we do our marriage license tomorrow. Cheers. Mazel tov to us. I would at least like, let's say like if Robbie and I didn't make it, you know, I would at least hope that he would have the respect to wait until like, you know, the law and the government have legally told us that we are no longer one union to maybe propose to his side girl. I would just, I would like the respect, you know, I was your wife at some point. You did love me enough to not only marry me, but buy a house with me, have children with me, uh, you know, maybe split a joint account with me, open businesses with me. I would appreciate the respect to just 
wait a few months. You know, COVID, people are getting vaccines. It's not taking that long to get divorced anymore. We can wait. Or like, did we have to post it on Mother's Day? I feel like that was also, what was it Mother's Day? I guess it was the day after Mother's Day. Either way, I felt like, you know, Fallon is still a mother. Not the mother of Simon's children though. So that is very, that is an important point that she has kids, but they are not Simon's. And Simon has kids that are not Fallon's. So it's like, is Fallon really that shocked? She wasn't the first. She's obviously not the last. And same with Portia. Don't get too cozy with that radiant cushion ring, which is gorgeous. And actually, I saw a side-by-side of Fallon's and Portia's, and Portia's is bigger. I think that would hurt me more. I would... Yeah. No, I'm going to be honest, just because I, I don't think the same as everyone else. The ring being bigger would upset me more than him with whoever he was with it's not I wouldn't care about him being with Portia I would be so pissed that her ring is was bigger than mine the carrots listen the four c's it just is what it is um I think that was kind of it that stuck out to me for this week I don't yeah I I can't think of anything else Ben and Jen really, really rocked me. I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I was shocked by it. Um, I didn't think of all people for her to get back with. I'm shocked. I would have thought maybe a Casper like get together. I don't know. Oh, well, okay. It's not new. So I'll just say Mazel Tov to Caitlin uh, Bristow and Jason Tartrick of um, Bachelor Nation. Happy for them. Very, very happy for them. And that's about it. I have nothing else that I want to talk about in the headlines. Let's get back to make it. It's all about Portia in the news, really. Oh, um, Simon's name is Gu- I'm not even going to try and say that. Because one, I'm low-key literate, and two, I'm on my second drink. So yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about me. I'm getting married. Are we excited? I'm not that excited. I'm excited um to finally like be legally married to Robbie, but like as he likes to say a lot, it feels like we're already married. We've been together for so long. Now we have the house that's what he says but I bet you he is going to cry so hard because I plan to look the best I have ever looked in my entire life I plan to make him his jaw drop but also for him to drop down to his knees and be like I am unworthy of this woman he's not going to do that but that's what I picture in my head you know we all have fantasies and that's mine um Let's talk about wedding planning. So yeah, go to the courthouse. Don't do it unless you're rich and can afford a wedding planner. That can do everything. And all you have to do is tell her and point left, point right, tell her what to do and move on. I am not in that situation. Um, Am I planning everything on my own? No. Am I planning everything at all? No, my mother is doing it, but I am still low-key stressed. I did the invites. I did the list. I'm doing the tables. Um, 
don't even get me started on the bridesmaids. Uh, it's just a lot. And I don't think I've been a bridezilla. I think I've actually been really, really nice. And I think that's kind of come back to bite me because I think because I've been so la, 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 people think I don't care. And it's not that I don't care. It's just certain things I care about and certain things I don't. But I don't think that people know what I don't care about and what I do. So they come to me with things thinking I'm going to be so la, 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 and then I bite their freaking head off. I'm not going to give examples because that's none of your business. Um, but I am just very excited. I don't have a countdown. I'm not one of those girls. But I am, we are a month out. Let me, let me see. We're a month out in a few days. So we are. We are a month and eight days away. Seven? Eight or seven. Either one. Yeah. Um. My face is breaking out like crazy. So I'm hoping, you know, that stops. I'm also my period TMI, but so sorry. So I think that's why this breakout that I'm having right now is coming. The one I was talking about on my cheek. It's huge, but it's not like poppable. Oh, those are the worst when you can't pop it. And it's just like red and hard. It's disgusting. It's just hurtful. Um, also, uh, who knew flowers were so much money? Like, why am I paying for flowers if a year ago I could have planted some seeds in my backyard and grew them myself? You know what I mean? Like, what are we paying for? It's just a lot. Um, I'm also can't decide on shoes. I already have shoes to wear, but I wanted my shoes to be comfortable and simple but now I'm seeing a lot of brides and like me and my mom went shopping and she wanted me to get this really expensive shoe, really bedazzled shoe. And I was just like, no, it doesn't matter. No one's going to see my shoe except for pictures. You know, like when you lay everything out, it doesn't make any sense. And she's like, but still like da, 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 da. And now the more brides that I see post, the more it makes me want to get the shoe. But it's like, where else am I going to wear this shoe? You know? So that's very up in the air for me. What else is wrong with the wedding planning? Everything's just really expensive. And again, I feel like if you're not rich, this just really sucks. And I'm the type of person, if like I can't have it the way that I envision it in my head, I don't want it. So I'm, I'm envisioning a Kim K wedding with a honey boo boo budget. So... That's where we are. It's very hard. Um, and I just can't get a handle on things. It's it's hurtful when you realize how uh, poor you are. It just... But besides that, everything's fine. We're doing fine. Um, my bridesmaids dresses have still not come in yet. That's concerning. That's suspicious. It's not suspicious. We ordered them really late. Let me say this. I wasn't technically like a COVID bride, but because of COVID, I kind of waited on a lot of things because I just wasn't sure if my wedding was going to happen this summer because things were in the air. We had a resurface of COVID and people were, you know, things were getting shut down again. So I kind of 
pushed everything back thinking, okay, well, my wedding probably won't happen this year. I And I waited to the last minute. So now we are kind of scrounging around, trying to make everything happen in the amount of time. Half the groomsmen do not have their suits or their tux. Robbie's tux, we actually are literally like borrowing it from the manufacturer, like their sample and getting it dry cleaned because they were out of his tux for that date. You know what I mean? Like, I'm stressed. Can you tell? You know, it's just a lot for me. And then it just makes me think like, should I just go to the courthouse? I can't now because now my parents have spent all this money. So it sucks because it feels like, wow, I really feel like a shitty human being because I feel like I've made my parents, I feel like Kim Kardashian when she realized she no longer wanted to be with Chris Humphreys. And she was like, I made, I invited everyone to this huge wedding. I had all these people come out. Everyone's made all this money. Like, that's what I feel like. Like, we've done all this. And all I'm thinking is the courthouse would have been a lot easier. But yet here we are. We're going to have a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. I'm really excited for it. But it's just a lot of stress. So let me say this. Let me turn the mic to me and talk directly into it so you hear me loud and clear. If you are not sure about having a wedding, if you don't think you want to have it and people tell you you're going to regret it later, I'm here to tell you that you might regret it. But at the same time, you might not. And you might be a lot less stressed. My poor mother, her chest is breaking out into hives because every day we're getting a different phone call. Whether it's the fact that half my invitations have not been sent to people. We don't know why. They're just not sending. Some people have gotten them. Some people haven't. Some people have had the correct address on their invites and we've gotten them sent back. My poor mother is red and itchy. So yeah, if I could have spared that for my mother, I probably would have gone to the courthouse. So think, think hard. Do you want your mother to break out in hives and be bathing in cortisone cream a month before your wedding? If it's a, if your answer to that is no, don't get married. Don't have a wedding. Just go to the courthouse. Let's move on. Let's talk about house. So this year. I decided to do all things adult. 2021 has been a year of adulting. Hashtag growing up. Um, We now have a home. We are getting married. Somehow people keep saying that kids are right around the corner. I'm spitzing. I'm nervous. But at the same time, it's exciting. It's a journey. And I'm doing it with someone that I really love. Um, so that's the great part of it. The sad part of it, again, we are poor. We need new things. You know, it's now summer, so we have to open up the pool. We have to do it. Robbie was literally just before I started recording, he like lifted up the blind. He was like, let me just ask you, do you want black mulch? Do you want red mulch? I didn't know mulch had different colors. You know what I mean? Like there are things that you don't realize. I would just like to go back to the time where I had to pay $1,400 for rent and went out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and sometimes one day during a week, had dinner with my friends and then ate Wendy's because um, my rent was due and I didn't have any money. I like that life a lot better. Yes, it's exciting. I feel like an adult, but 
I have a lot of worries and I have things that are stressing me out. Um, and it's, it's a lot, you know, I say, I'm going to say this because at the end of this month, it will be true. We own a small business. (laughs) Do you know how excited I am to put in my bio co-owner of Leaks Fitness? I don't think you guys understand that. That is going in my bio because that will be the truth. And when we divorce, I will take him for everything. It will be called Austin Fitness, but let's move on. That's neither here nor there. So, you know, you have where thankfully we are blessed enough that the small leagues fitness, the gym in a, in the worst year for a small business has thrived and is still open and we are doing great, but that's still a stress. You know what I mean? At any time, the governor could say, oh, we're back to 25%. I feel like they just make the rules up as we go, especially with COVID. So it's very exciting that gyms can open again fully. Um, so claps for us. Mazel tov to Robbie and the team for a very hard job. But, you know, with that, you know, not only are we running a household, we are running a small business. So it's kind of like owning two homes. It's not easy. So it's just a lot going on over here, you know we there are nights where we just are like cuddly and very happy and like oh I love you so much I love you so much I can't believe we're getting married and then there are other nights where we are literally screaming yelling cursing at each other telling each other that we can't stand each other because it's just a very hard time right now and we're getting through it the best that we can having a house with a partner is just hard especially because also like interior design wise we're just on two different pages. Loki Robbie is like still in a frat house and I am in an episode of what's Joanna Gaines and Chip Gaines' show? It's not Flip or Flop. What is their show name? What? I'm not, I'm not going to leave this alone. Let me see. Joanna Gaines. Joanna Gaines. Fixer Upper. We watch it almost every other night. I don't know how I didn't know that. But again, the drink is getting low. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm more Joanna Gaines style. We're very farmhouse. Even though I don't want kids, we're making sure that the house is kid friendly. Um, And Robbie is playing Search and Destroy every night. That's just where we are. We're, we're figuring things out, you know. 27 years old, hoping for the best. Also, let's talk about how close I am to 30. I'm a wreck. My whole life, I've thought about this age, 30. Not going to be at any time. Well, I'm going to be at sometime soon, but like not tomorrow. But it's like here. And I'm concerned. Because it's like, I don't know if if I'm where I thought I would be. And I know I went on a rampage of maybe like four episodes ago about like timelines and stuff, but it's just what we do. And we make timelines and, you know, still being unemployed, um, with a home, with, you know, a wedding coming up. It just feels like we should be in a different space. And here I am talking to myself in Robbie's office. Something just feels off, but I'm okay. Am I making sense? I don't think I am. I think it's time to wrap this up. So I'm just here to say, 
keeping a home together is very hard. Let's talk about purchasing a home. Me, me and one of my friends, I'm not going to say her name because she doesn't want me to say it yet, but one of my friends just purchased a home and I'm really excited for her. Um, she hasn't posted or told anyone really yet, so I'm not going to call her out, but I'm very excited for her. So we were texting and we were talking about it and she was like, oh my God, you were not exaggerating when you said this was the worst thing you ever went through. And it really is. And I will be honest, no one really shared that with me. So I'm here to share with you. My situation could have been bad. It really could have been one of the worst situations of buying a house. Maybe some people have had a great time. I personally did not have a great time. We saw our house in August and we did not sign like that it was officially ours until January 26th. Like didn't get the keys until then. Do you understand how long that is? We saw this on my birthday in August. So it, it, this was just a very long process. Things changed 24-7. The closing date kept changing. The person we were buying from was all over the place. It was just a lot. So my personal, you know, journey with buying a home was not the best. I am prepared to like not move for a very long time. Um, I told Robbie the shortest amount of time I will stay here is five years before I move. Like I can't do that again. I can't go through it. But... You know, I don't feel like people share that with you. I, I feel like, you know, it's exciting. You're a homeowner, but what do we have to do to get there? Like once we got the keys and everything, we were very, very excited, very happy. None of that mattered, but still the process was the process and it was really hard and it was a lot to do. And now even being in the house, you know, the first few weeks is very exciting, but then you realize, oh, we don't have furniture. Oh, we don't have a bed. Oh, wait, we didn't even have salt and pepper. Like We moved in, like, I think the week of, like, that first snowstorm of this year where it was, like, three days. We couldn't. Everything was, like, emergency, emergency. And Robin was like, oh, do you want to make breakfast? And I was like, with what? You know what I mean? Again, that's not, like, a bad thing. But it's just, like, those little things no one talks about. Like, make sure you stock your fridge. Obviously, it was a snowstorm, so, like, it was a little harder for us to get out. But... You know what I mean? Like, no, I feel like no one prepares you for these things. So that's what I'm here for, guys. That's the point of Janolaism, for me to prepare you for the things that no one else prepares you for. That's what I hope to be to you. Um, No, just kidding. But it's just, I don't mind talking about crappy things that I go through or bad situations because I feel like no one personally shared that with me. Even like now looking back, my mom didn't really talk to me about how crappy it is to do that, which is really shocking to me because she's always really, really honest about everything else. And she bought a home on her own at 30. So I'm kind of shocked. But again, her process could have been great. I have no idea. I'll talk to her about that tomorrow. I'm going to call her out. Like, why didn't you let me know about this? You know what I mean? So I am here to tell you buying a home is not easy, but yes, the end result is totally worth it. But then even after you get into the home, there's still a lot of things you have to do, pay for it, think about. Like we can't even pick out, I can't even furnish the master bedroom because I can't decide on what I want. At first, I just wanted to keep it super neutral with whites and creams, but then I saw this royal blue headboard and now I am obsessed with doing royal blue. But then I'm like, am I not going to like that after, you know, after it gets here? And like, after you spend a thousand dollars on a king mattress and another thousand on a king headboard, you can't just decide you don't want it anymore. Again, I'm not Kim K. My mindset, again, Kim K, honey boo boo budget. That is my issue in life is that I in my I have a rich mindset, but an empty wallet. And on that note, I hope you guys love this episode. I'm going to stop because I'm getting depressed because I'm poor and it's sad. Um, 
Until next time, have a great rest of the week. Happy hump day. And I'll speak to you guys soon. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.